When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the free edition of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. It's the 24th of August, 2013. Hola a todos, estáis escuchando Coffee Break Spanish y estamos de vuelta. It's time for another episode of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. I'm Mark and I'm your teacher and host for this lesson. This week Alba is asking una pregunta atrevida, a daring question. Si tuvieras una cita ciegas, ¿qué estarías haciendo ahora mismo? JP and Nayeli answer a great question from listener Steve about the use of ser and estar when referring to food. And I join Fernanda for a virtual tour of La Riviera Maya in Mexico. All this and more in this week's episode of... Como siempre, vamos a empezar la revista con las entrevistas de Alba en las calles de Barcelona. Cuéntanos, Alba, ¿tienes alguna pregunta interesante hoy? Hola, Marc. Hoy también estamos preguntando una pregunta... Un poco atrevida. Si esta noche tuvieras una cita ciegas, ¿qué estarías haciendo ahora mismo? So, this week's question features some interesting but quite tricky grammar. Si esta noche tuvieras una cita ciegas. If you had a blind date this evening. Si tuvieras. Tuvieras is the imperfect subjunctive. So, if you had a blind date, ¿qué estarías haciendo? Ahora mismo. What would you be doing right now? And estar plus the gerund, in this case, is in the conditional tense. What would you be doing right now? ¿Qué estarías haciendo ahora mismo? Si esta noche tuvieras una cita ciegas, ¿qué estarías haciendo ahora mismo? Uf, no sé. Me llevaría un montón de tiempo delante del espejo y preparándome y... Pensaría en algún sitio a dónde poder ir, o supongo que la cita ciega sería en un restaurante, cafetería o algo así. No pensaría mucho, no, no sé. Ahora, si tuviese una cita ciega, este es difícil, pero si tuviese una cita ciega ahora mismo, supongo que acicalarme, poniéndome guapo, eh, afeitándome, duchándome, escogiendo la ropa y, bueno, me imagino que, que viendo qué es lo que me sienta mejor. So, some interesting answers this week, as usual. We're going to now go through these answers and help you understand what has been said. The first interviewee has, once again, quite a tricky accent to understand. Let's have a listen to this first answer. Uf, no sé. Me llevaría 
un montón de tiempo delante del espejo y preparándome y a ver, después que son preguntas que no son <risa> es que me coge de imprevisto so this interviewee starts by saying me llevaría un montón de tiempo delante del espejo so he'd spend ages in front of the mirror preparing himself and then he goes on to say me coges de imprevisto so you're taking me by surprise with this question now, the next interview involves three girls who are being interviewed and each of them give their answer one in particular speaks very very quickly let's have a listen to the whole answer and then we'll go back through it in more detail Hablaría con mis amigas a ver qué hacer porque estaría súper nerviosa, fijo, vamos. Sí, sí. Con la ayuda yo de mis amigas. <ríe> con la ayuda de unas amigas. Y yo le pediría opinión a mi madre. Sí, sí. Yo no. Yo sí. Oh, no, mi madre es pesada. Se pondría súper pesada. <ríe> Now the first girl doesn't speak particularly quickly. Listen again to that part. Hablaría con mis amigas a ver qué hacer porque estaría súper nerviosa, fijo, vamos. So already, if you picked up amigas and nerviosa, then you're most of the way there to understanding what she says. She would speak to her friends to see what to do, because she would be really, really nervous. Then two of the girls speak at the same time. One says, me pondría guapa. I would put myself pretty, literally. And the other says, and the other says, con la ayuda de mis amigas, with the help of my friends. So then this second one goes on to talk more about how she would be getting ready. So she would be asking her mother for her opinion. And the other girls don't necessarily agree. Se pondría super pesada. So her mum would make a big fuss. Se pondría super pesada. It is difficult to understand very fast Spanish like this, especially when multiple people are talking at the same time and you're dealing with different accents. But I guess that's part of learning another language and being able to understand it in a real context. And it's the point behind our Coffee Break Spanish magazine. It's perhaps worth mentioning here that you're listening currently to the free version of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. And in this edition, we try to help you understand what's being said. We'll give you some translations of the Spanish used and focus on one or two of the words covered in each of the responses. However, we also produce a different version of this magazine show. And in that version, it's an extended audio program. And in the extended audio program, we go through in great detail every response from our interviewees talking about the words and phrases and the constructions that they use. For example, in this last interview, we actually slow down what the interviewees say and use a, a slowed down version to help you understand. And very often we'll repeat what the interviewees say in slower Spanish to help you get the gist of the conversation. And indeed, not just get the gist of the conversation, but to understand exactly what is being said. And of course, that extended version is just one part of the premium version of the magazine. Because in addition to the extended audio, you also get access to the videos. So that's the videos filmed in Barcelona with Alba interviewing our interviewees. 
and also lesson notes which cover all the language included in the interviews, full transcripts, and of course transcripts of our Latin American journey part of the magazine, and indeed an exercise based on the Q&A segment. Find out more about how you can access all the Coffee Break Spanish magazine premium elements over at coffeebreakspanishmagazine.com. And as we're recording this, it's currently the end of August 2013, and right now we've got a back-to-school sale on. So if you head over to coffeebreakspanishmagazine.com, you'll also see on the website that you can use a coupon code to get 15% off the cost of the Coffee Break Spanish Magazine premium version. Okay, enough of an advert. Let's get back to the content. Let's have a listen to our next interviewee answering the question, Si tuvieras una cita ciegas esta noche, ¿qué estarías haciendo ahora mismo? Pensaría en algún sitio a donde poder ir, o supongo que la cita ciega sería en un restaurante, cafetería o algo así. No pensaría mucho, no, no sé. So this interviewee doesn't seem to be too bothered about the prospect of a blind date. So he'd be thinking more about where they'd be going, to a restaurant or something like that. And he says he wouldn't really think much about it. Okay, so let's listen to our final interviewee now. Ahora, si tuviese una cita ciega, este es difícil, pero si tuviese una cita ciega ahora mismo, supongo que acicalarme, poniéndome guapo, eh, afeitándome, duchándome, escogiendo la ropa y, bueno, me imagino que, que viendo qué es lo que me sienta mejor. He'd be thinking about making himself look nice, shaving, showering, and so on. He'd be preparing for his date by having a shave, having a shower, getting his clothes choice ready, seeing what suits him best. Okay, so as usual, it's time now to listen through to the interviews again, and hopefully this time you'll understand all of them. Uf, no sé. Me llevaría un montón de tiempo delante del espejo y preparándome, y a ver, después, que son preguntas que no son... <laughs> Pensaría en algún sitio a donde poder ir, o supongo que la cita ciega sería en un restaurante, cafetería o algo así. No pensaría mucho, no, no sé. Ahora, si tuviese una cita ciega, este es difícil, pero si tuviese una cita ciega ahora mismo, supongo que acicalarme, poniéndome guapo, eh, afeitándome, duchándome, escogiendo la ropa y, bueno, me imagino que, que viendo qué es lo que me sienta mejor. Marc, te tengo que dejar esta noche, tengo una cita. Muchas gracias, Alba. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. In between lessons of Coffee Break Spanish, why not check out our social media accounts? On Facebook, just search for Coffee Break Spanish. We post regular language challenges and cultural information. We are Learn Spanish on Twitter. 
and you can come behind the scenes with the Coffee Break team by searching for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. Practice your Spanish and join the conversation with Coffee Break Spanish. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ok, let's get on with the lesson. Ya vamos a seguir con la segunda parte de la revista. Y vamos a saludar a Fernanda. Buenos días, Fernanda. ¿Qué tal estás hoy? Buenos días, Mark. Muy bien, gracias. Refrescame la memoria. ¿A qué lugar iremos hoy? Hoy vamos a visitar la Riviera Maya en México. Pues, ¿qué nos puedes contar de la Riviera Maya? Bueno, la Riviera Maya queda en la costa de la península del Yucatán. La Riviera Maya fue bautizada así solamente en 1999. Este lugar, bueno, tiene mucho atractivo ya que combina las hermosas playas de arena blanca con villas de pescadores y todos los tesoros arqueológicos de los mayas. Ya hemos hablado mucho de los incas. Cuéntanos un poco qué sabes de los mayas. Bueno, el territorio maya abarca México, Guatemala, Belice y parte de Honduras. Los mayas nos dejaron un gran legado científico y astronómico a nivel mundial. En la Riviera Maya, por ejemplo, podemos encontrar la capital del Imperio Maya, que se llama Chichen Itza. Sí. <ríe> y bueno, una pirámide que fue construida cerca del año 435. Este lugar fue declarado recientemente una de las siete maravillas del mundo. ¿Y podemos visitar la capital maya? Sí, sí. Podemos visitar la espectacular pirámide de Kukulkan y los campos de juego de pelota. ¿Los campos de juego de pelota? Sí, el juego de pelota era lo que jugaban los mayas. Habían dos equipos y el objetivo era pasar la pelota por unos aros. Hoy en día, cuando vayas a la Riviera Maya, todavía se ven los vestigios de este juego y se pueden ver todas las ruinas. Muy bien. ¿Y qué otros lugares podemos visitar? Bueno, otro lugar muy bonito para visitar es la ciudad de Tulum. Esta es la única ciudad prehispánica construida en la costa y amurallada. Se dice también que fue la primera ciudad maya que descubrieron los españoles. Y también tienes que visitar el Actun Chen. Tantas palabras, el Actun, o tantos nombres por lo menos. ¿Actun Chen? Sí, Actun Chen en el idioma maya significa cueva con pozo natural en su interior. Y bueno, como dice el nombre, esta es una cueva impresionante con una laguna subterránea. Así que vale la pena también bueno, recorrerla y recorrer todos sus alrededores porque está rodeada de 400 hectáreas de selva virgen. 
y el recorrido es perfecto para los aventureros. Fernanda, yo había escuchado que se pueden ver muchas tortugas por la Riviera Maya. ¿Es verdad? Sí, Marc. Se pueden ver en Akumal. ¿Akumal? ¿Otra palabra nueva? ¿Esa ¿Es una palabra maya también? Sí, también. Bueno, Akumal significa lugar de tortugas. Mm. Y bueno, se llama así porque todos los años llegan cientos de tortugas verdes a poner sus huevos. Es un espectáculo maravilloso. Ya me lo creo. Amar, también para los amantes de la flora y fauna acuática, se puede bucear en el gran arrecife maya. Este es el segundo arrecife más grande del mundo y es el único lugar en el que se puede hacer espeleo buceo. ¿Es, es, es qué? <ríe> espeleo buceo. Me imagino que es buceo, pero ¿de qué tipo? Bueno, este tipo de buceo se hace en las pozas y los lagos subterráneos de las cuevas dentro de la parte continental. Y como te había dicho antes, solamente se puede hacer en la península del Yucatán. Parece que la Riviera Maya es el lugar perfecto entonces para los aventureros. Sí, tiene mucha variedad. Bueno, muchas gracias Fernanda por habernos contado tantas cosas sobre la Riviera Maya. Y a dónde iremos la semana que viene en nuestro último capítulo. La semana que viene nos vamos a quedar en México, pero vamos a terminar nuestros episodios en México DF, en las ruinas aztecas de Tenochtitlán. Ok, muy bien, pues muchas gracias. Adiós, hasta la próxima. I'm already looking forward to returning to Mexico next week. Now, one thing that learners often find difficult, and I'll include myself in this too, is that when to use ser and estar in a very specific area, and that is when you're talking about food, because I'm quite sure you'll have heard both ser and estar used with food. Now, listener Steve has got in touch with us, and he is asking that very question. So let's hand you over to JP and Nayeli, who will provide an answer. Thanks, Mark. This is JP, and I am here with Nayeli. Hola, Nayeli. Hola, JP. And we have a question today. Steve wants to know the usage of ser versus estar with food. Okay, let's hear it. He has heard la tarta está dulce. Okay, the cake is sweet. And he would have used ser. So he's wondering, is it correct to also say la tarta es dulce? Cake and is if sweet. so, does it mean the same thing? Okay, well, la tarta está dulce means the cake is sweet. And la tarta es dulce means cake is sweet. And no, it doesn't mean the same thing. I would pose a question where I just mm -hmm. walked into a bakery okay. and I'm looking at a cake or a tart and I'm thinking, <laughs> well, I don't know if it's sweet, if it's savory. So Wait. you would say, ¿es dulce mm -hmm. o es salado? Okay. So in this case, we're using ser. Is it sweet or is it salty? Right. But then once I buy the piece and I dig into it, mm -hmm. then I would say, ah, el pastel está dulce. Exactly. When you're commenting on the taste of a food or how it turned out, we always use estar with food. So, it's delicious. Está delicioso. It's cold. Está frío. Okay. O el café está frío. Or it's excellent. Está excelente. Okay. So, use estar to talk about the result of somebody's cooking, to talk about how something ends up tasting. Ser, on the other hand, ser we always use with identities. And so, so when we want to identify food with their intrinsic flavors, like cakes being sweet, we'll You're use ser. You're making me hungry, JP. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's use ser with cakes. So, cake in general is sweet. Los pasteles... Son dulces. Mm -hmm. And just like Nayeli was saying, if you're making a choice 
if you're inquiring to a baker about some cakes that are in the display case, you're asking in general about the cakes that you're seeing. You're not asking about how this certain cake ended up. Right. Because if you point it to a chocolate cake and say, ¿Cómo está? ¿Cómo está el pastel? The response is usually going to be, bueno. Would you say, ¿es bueno o está bueno? But it's, it's saying two different things. Mm-hmm. El pastel está bueno, is the cake is good. That's this, But that's that specific cake right. that you're pointing at. Right. Mm-hmm. And el pastel es bueno para la salud. Okay, it's, it's good for your health. Right, which is a whole different story. <laughs> the cake is good versus is the cake good for you? Mm-hmm. That would be the difference. Okay. So just in summary, to describe something that's the part of the cake's identity, you can use ser. But if you're talking about how it ended up tasting, use estar. Correct. If you have questions for us, we would love to hear from you. Our webpage is our webpage is qandaspanish.com and we answer all the questions on our Facebook page. Just find us on Facebook. It's Q&A Spanish. All right, Mark, back to you. Thank you to JP and Nayeli, and we hope that Steve has found that answer useful. Now, as JP said, if you have a question, then don't hesitate to get in touch. We'll do our best to answer the question in a future episode of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine, or indeed in our separate Q&A Spanish podcast. For now, that's where we're going to leave this episode of the magazine. I'd like to thank you all for listening, as ever. And don't forget to head over to radiolingua.com, where you can find out our latest news, including this week about our back-to-school sale. And that's across all our products, including the Coffee Break Spanish magazine premium edition and our Coffee Break Spanish and Showtime Spanish products too. Or perhaps you'd like to learn another language. There's 15% off all our courses this week. And that's at the end of August 2013, in case you're listening to this at some point in the future. Bueno, muchas gracias, como siempre a todos, y hasta pronto. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com.